Okay, 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 you all. Welcome to this episode. This is episode 25. Oh my goodness. I am cheering in my head, cheering in my spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who's been tuning in along this journey. I appreciate all of the listeners, everyone who's listening in all of these different places all around the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your commitment. It's a joy. It's a gift. I can't even say exactly how this feels because it really feels like it's surreal. I had the idea to do the podcast and I jumped in and just said yes. So I'm excited to continue to develop this thing and talk with amazing individuals who have come across their paths in one form or another. You all, this individual I'm bringing in today, Amy Vaughn, I met her last year through an event with Together Digital. And let me just tell you, the energy, the information she gave, she just came off naturally as a helper, someone who who wanted to provide details of what, when, where, and how when it came to networking and developing. Just a warm spirit and really helped me get acclimated to the Together Digital way. And and instantly we connected. So I wanted to bring her in. She said yes. And I want to tell you a little bit about Amy. Amy is a dynamic, versatile leader who believes in the power and limitless possibilities that sit at the intersection of vulnerability, purpose, and collaboration. Now that's where I'm going to leave it. Now I also will say this. She is the CEO of Together Digital. When I met her, Amy was not the CEO, all of these things that have happened during this last year have been a phenomenon. And it's been amazing to sit back and watch her flourish and jump into that role of CEO. I've been cheering her on since I originally saw that announcement and I'm still cheering her on today. I'm gonna bring her in and I want you all to hear directly from her. Amazing story, amazing individual and is doing a phenomenal job as CEO with Together Digital. Okay, so get ready. I'm bringing her in. Thank you so much for joining me, Amy, today on another episode of Networking. It's your superpower. And my friend, let me just tell you, I already know that networking is your superpower. I think about (laughs) the first time that we met and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And I want to really just kick in and allow you to introduce yourself and tell my audience, who is Amy Vaughn? Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Keisha. It's really an honor and a pleasure to spend some more time with you, even (laughs) if virtually and not in person. But the first time we met in person was actually at the Together Digital National Conference in Columbus. And it was um, a very big, um, it became a very big event. It was! (laughs) <laughs> and, um, while I was there, um, our founder, Elena Shearer, who had grown the organization in three years from zero to about 2,000 members, um, wow. you know, in that time, you know, it, it turned and, and asked me a very serious question about taking the organization and, and basically taking over all of it in a day-to-day standpoint. And I just remember being gobsmacked, honored. <laughs> Are you sure you're talking to me? So, I mean, I think I was very present when I met you. I think I was also just like real scattered, but clearly like 
Keisha, you always leave an impression. You just had so much like energy and passion and enthusiasm. Like mm-hmm. we, the whole Cincinnati group, um, which is where like I helped to start that chapter and I'd handed off the amazing Lucretia Braxton thereafter. And I, we were just like fangirling over you. We thought you were so much fun <laughs> and you just really got the spirit of the group right away. And so, yes, I very distinctly remember meeting you and spending some time hanging out and having drinks and attending a couple talks and things like that together. So yeah, that's how we met. Absolutely. And it, it, it was such an amazing opportunity just the organization as a whole really truly just really sits well with my spirit my life's mission statement and it was an amazing fit for me I'm just I know that it was it was a God thing so everything that happened was exactly what was supposed to happen yeah now listen here you are in this amazing role tell us a little bit about you tell us about you Sure. So I, I didn't start with ambitions of being a CEO of a women's <laughs> network. I'll say that. But I did start when I was about seven, creating clubs for all the kids on my street. Um, I, from a very young age, I am the eldest born. So sometimes I think birth order tends to dictate a lot about who we become, okay. how we do things. And, you know, I, um, my father is um, of Middle Eastern descent. He's from Egypt. And okay. we were growing up in a very non-diverse we had moved from a more diverse area to a much less diverse area. And, you know, my, we didn't have a whole lot of money. We, I grew up in a trailer park. And so, you know, there just wasn't a whole, like a lot of sense of belonging for me, um, you know, from the age of like five to, you know, 13. And I, I just wanted to create some space where I felt like I fit and where I belonged. And so, you know, if I wanted to go way back, I could go way back there and say, you know, my, my, my siblings are not surprised that I basically run a club now. From <laughs> <laughs> seven, I was trying to coax them all into, you know, doing things to come together to save the planet, like, or to just bring some type of social justice within the neighborhood, wow. you know, you know, I always have this, these big ideas of, of how I could try to help change the world, but I know that I could never, ever, ever do it alone. I always knew that I needed others around me. So fast forward, you know, gosh, like 20 plus years, college, <laughs> marriage and everything else. Right. And you kind of forget those things that, that really drove you and pushed you and inspired you when you were young. And I got distracted by what the world probably told me I should be doing. Come and, on. Yes. And it, right. So I worked really hard. I, I bust my butt through my way through college. Um, I worked full time while I went to college at night, um, living in Chicago and okay. becoming a, um, a copywriter. And within four years, was all the way up to a creative director working on, um, you know, mostly fortune 500 brands. In fact, all my portfolio was fortune 500 brands. Um, nice. I actually, enjoyed, once I had a minute to shift gears and work at a smaller shop and do more um, work with startups and people with less budget. I actually enjoyed that too, because that was a different kind of challenge for me creatively. I, mm-hmm. I loved a lot about advertising and marketing and digital yeah. because it really told me how, how was my work? How effective was my work? Was it getting interaction? Was it getting engagement? So I mostly worked at, um, you know, digital advertising agencies um, and then also doing like video. And when I was doing video, I was at a place that was really all about trying to create meaning, meaning and understanding. Mm. And those things Uh were very big for me. And so when um, actually before I ended up there, I was at um, a very large advertising agency and I was trying to create a women in leadership group. Um, it was before like employee resource groups, ERGs. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. 
And just the idea, the audacity to start something um, in a position of, you know, leadership that I was with, you know, a multi-million dollar account, seven person team that I was going to somehow undertake starting women in leadership group. That was, you know, I don't know what I was thinking, but I mean, I clearly, this was something that was important to me because I didn't see a lot of other people again around me that, that, that looked like me. There weren't many come other on, come female on. directors, much less female creative directors that were moms. And so, you know, when Elena, the founder of Together Digital, came across my my LinkedIn profile and reached out to me and told me her story, I was completely drawn in. I felt like this is my opportunity to grow my network outside of these four walls, because I think one thing we don't realize is that we become so beholden to the organizations and the people that we work for to the point that we don't allow ourselves to grow beyond those walls. You said so much right there. Hold (laughs) on. (laughs) You just said a mouthful, Amy. And I think that we missed that so much. So I am not going to let us skip past. That is such an amazing statement that you made and women need to hear that anybody needs to yeah. hear it people yeah. need to hear that when it comes to building your network outside mm-hmm. of where you work outside of where you live outside of all of those pieces yeah. there's a must for you to build that network okay so go ahead and go from there <laughs> i love that i had no idea that that the the power of that realization until many years later, which is <clears throat> exactly why I'm sitting here today. And it's, you know, an organization like Together Digital, the intention is so much of women empowering women. Yes, we focus very niche on digital. I just did a She Rocks interview right before this mm. uh, conversation all about um, the ability to leverage data to adapt to difficult times. And we've talked about wow. things that are like more like DEI and allyship. You know, we run the gamut of personal and professional life, because here's the thing. I think it's ironic too, with everything that's gone on with COVID. I know we'll get to a question like this later, but like, I've always had a difficulty not just being myself where I am. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I have like professional Amy and I have like my fun time off. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, those all, those all bleed over because at at my core, I am who I am and I want to be able to be who I am wherever I am. And so it's not that I lack professionalism. It's just that I don't believe that there, I don't, I don't need to let that overcome who I am and how, how I tend to stand out. And so I think yeah. that the thing that I love about Together Digital and the, the, the kind of culture, the vibe that we try to put out there is, is definitely one of inclusivity, understanding, clarity. Um, so yeah, when Elena asked me, you know, do you want this job? I mean, it was kind of like a no brainer. I mean, there was a, obviously there's <laughs> involved making a change and it you know going from somebody like I mean I was a managing creative director which meant I was managing my own PL I had a team I managed my clients the strategy I, I leaned in on a lot of sales work so I felt like I had like a lot of the core competencies for what the role required but I knew I didn't know everything <laughs> and so it has been um an amazing experience but I have to say through and through you know that realization of, of growing my network outside of those four walls that I was in mm-hmm. has translated me through motherhood, uh, loss of, of relatives, right. life changes, career changes. Yes. You know, it transcends all of that because like I said, you can't be beholden to those places. Yes, they give you a paycheck, but that's just a bribery to keep you from going off and starting <laughs> your own company. If somebody wants to tell me I can't like claim to that, but I thought that was a genius. It's real. It's so real. It it's is. Real. It is. And so I'm just so thrilled that like my day to day for as hard as it can be, sometimes my day to day is really giving other women that opportunity that 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 realization that I realized that by joining a network or finding a place where I felt like I could be seen and heard and belonged, like 10x 
my network, you know, it's, it's amazing together digital, even when I was working for bigger agencies, like together digital, digital gave me more speaking opportunities. Um, wow. Yeah. These for sales leads than than the, some of the marketing and sales efforts of my internal agency. Um, and that was tremendous. Cause that was one of my goals last year before last was to do more speaking engagements. And all of a sudden they were coming up and it was because people knew me from, from the organization from together digital. And that was even before I was CEO. How was, dope is that? That's dope. Good. It is so good. It elevates your influence and, and your visibility. And sometimes that's like, that's a double-edged sword for me. Cause I'm always like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, the way I look at it as it, while it's maybe a little more nerve wracking for me personally, it elevates my ability to, to show up and to help others. So I'm happy that and honored that that's basically what my day job is now. Yay. Yeah. I'm so, it's, it's, all of that is spot on when it comes to building networks. And we, we must make sure that we are intentional mm-hmm. about the people that we connect to mm-hmm. and the why behind it. And really, I hear so much passion and mm-hmm. I talk about passion and everything that I teach, mm-hmm. because when you think about your passion, Amy, yeah, everybody that hears from you will be able to, there's an energy mm-hmm. and it's real. And I talk about that all the time. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank oh, you for bringing that and really bringing your whole self at the end of the day. Right. If we can't bring our whole selves mm-hmm. to these places that we show up. Right. We're doing ourselves a disservice and it's so deadly. Yep. I know what that felt like to yep. show up and not be the real life Keisha, the full-fledged, yes. high-energy Keisha. I know what that's like. <laughs> and it it takes it take it takes a little piece off off, off a like a chip off my arm or something. It right. feels like it's taking something out of me. So thank you, Amy. I appreciate that. Yeah. Here, I want us to keep this conversation going. I want to ask you though, what would you say is your networking style? How have you continued to stay networking with individuals during even this time right now where we're not as in person as we typically are? I think I try to be more open, human and vulnerable than I have in the past. I am more concerned Mm. about people's mental, physical health, their families, how they are personally than any kind of outcome of that connection. I think in times of, of trial and difficulty that, that is, is, is large and ubiquitous here. I think being open, empathetic, and ready to listen um, without any other goal and objective other than just to be present and listen yes. um, to me. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I love, I, I don't love to network. I'm not going to lie. And it's <laughs> a company that's there for networking. What I like is I love getting to know people. I love getting more understanding and learning from them and then building relationships thereafter because. And that's the core of networking. That's it. And if we take the word networking off Mm -hmm. and we never use it again, that just sums up exactly what networking is. Building relationships. That's it. And I think the perception for such a long time has been that you need to kind of, and I mean, I did this too in my early days of showing up, bring lots of business cards. (laughs) like the wealthiest or most senior person in the room and go moves up to them. And then I stopped doing that because I realized I wasn't having a good time. I wasn't enjoying myself. I wasn't having good conversations. Um, But I will say my networking style is, is, is I will not be shy. If I hear a speaker 
um, at an event because I've been to some, you know, bigger conferences, you know, on, on either coast when I was still in my agency days and they would send me to these things. You know, I was never shy about approaching those, those good. bigger yeah. conferences there. If they really moved me, I wanted to let them know because just like anybody else, they're they're human. They want to hear and know That's how right. they went. That's so, good. You know, so and they yeah. bleed red blood just like you. Right. I always try to remember that. I keep yeah. that in the back of my mind anytime I'm meeting someone. Right. And I also think that as you show up with that passion and you are giving people back something that they just gave you that same passion, yeah. that is, that is, that's a great sandwich yep. all day long. <laughs> that's an amazing sandwich. Absolutely. It's an exchange. It's, there's like a matter of, of give and take for sure. And I always make sure that I'm, I'm trying to give and add value for them. I'm not just looking to walk up and kind of take something away or make an impression necessarily on them. It's just like you said, exactly. It's to give them a little bit back of what they just put out there for us to receive. So yeah, that's, I guess that would be my style. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not big on like work in the room. I, it, it's hard. I'm an introverted extrovert. So it takes some time for me to get warmed up, but I also, and the, Oh, I'll give you one other trick that I, and uh-huh. if you tend to be the person who is trying to facilitate networking, I love to look at the room and find that one person that's sitting alone and go talk to them and find out why they're there and what they need and what they're about and then guide them into the rest of the room to say like, oh, you should talk to and you should meet this person. Ooh, that's important for a facilitator to see that. You have to have that eye open. I always think of that when I'm when I'm at networking events. Yeah in person and I kind of see that there's not a space that's been created for networking or for truly meeting people it's like I create that so if I'm at a table and there's eight people I may switch off from whatever is going on but we're gonna we're gonna make some real connections at this table so you're at the right table you know I I make sure that I do that so that's a really great idea when it comes to facilitating facilitators play this role that they get to take things to the next level and they get to create the experience for those who are introverted, for those who are extroverted Mm -hmm. with an A like me and everybody in between. It really, it really is a great role for facilitators to be able to move it. Yes. I just empathize because I know what it's like to be sitting there waiting to see or feel like inclined to approach somebody. That's not like an easy place to sit and to know that somebody can receive you and welcome you. It's just, it means the world because everybody walks in with some sense of inferiority or concern, Come on. worry, or fear. And then as soon as they get approached, and I mean, I'll give some absolute kudos to our Cincinnati chapter. I mean, granted, I obviously can go to their events because I have proximity geography wise. Yeah. A lot of our champs across the country, like they just do a good job of that, of seeing the women in the room and really seeing them going up to them and welcoming them. So, and I also find it helps me get over my jitters when I can find that other person that's like looking around like a deer in headlights, like, oh my God, (laughs) (laughs) that's good. That's so important. I, I appreciate you for sharing that. And at the end of the day, we are all we want connections. We want connectivity. Everybody, when we were kids, yeah. we were born reaching our hands out to connect. And when we keep that in our mind, yeah. people want to be connected. So engage them. Mm-hmm. All No holds bar. Just go in. I appreciate right. that. That's good. That's really good. Here's my next question for you. What sort of advice would you give someone who wants to advance their career to maybe make us completely new switch like you did Mm -hmm. or start their business what kind of advice would you give someone who is in that in that place where they're like maybe I should maybe I shouldn't what would you tell them 
ask lots of questions. That's my favorite mm -hmm. answer to everything. Every, <laughs> every answer to everything is a question. Um, whether it's asking those questions of yourself and really giving yourself time and space to think about that um, as a full-time working mom, CEO, and, you know, home like caretaker, homeschooler, I still will get up extra early in the, every morning and go for an hour long walk for like a meditative type walk. Mm. Really giving yourself yeah. time to reflect on what makes you happy, what makes you have energy, what takes away your energy, what robs you of feeling fulfilled after you've spent an entire day doing it and really being self-aware of those things is always number one. So asking your question, your questions to yourself are always an important thing. Number one, like, what am I afraid of? And what am I, what makes me happy? All those things, whatever you can ask yourself, ask, and then asking of others. I think that's another superpower of our together digital organization, mm -hmm. the notion of ask, give and grow really empowering our women to not be ashamed to just ask for whatever the heck it is that they need. Okay. Right. That's good. Yes. And you know, even when I was younger and I was, you know, so for a good case in point was I always tried to be in the kinds of working environments and spaces that I, that I thought that I would end up being in. So for example, my first year mm -hmm. was actually pre-med because, you know, parents will be proud if I'm a doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> doctor. Never mind. What does Amy want to do? Come on, <laughs> I'm gonna be Girl, that's so good. Yes, and you know, it, it came to the point where I realized that wasn't the course that I wanted. That wasn't the path that was right for me necessarily. Mm. And you know, I kind of came upon the fact that you know you have to be creative and do design or writing or something and get paid and and be effective and make change and see results from what I was doing. And so while I was going to school for advertising and design, I, I didn't know a darn thing about any of it, but I decided I wanted to go, I was an, I'd done a lot of office type work. So I became the office manager of a graphic design firm while I was going to school. Mm, yeah. It really taught me a lot about the ins and outs of the business. I ran the accounts payable, accounts receivable, put, pulled all of the information together for PL for um, the taxes at the end of the year. I ran the office logistics. I hired and let go of, of folks almost as like, <laughs> I managed. So you were pretty much doing everything. Is that what you're saying? I was. And here I was, a kid going to college, running a small office. And I, a lot wow. of the things that I learned, I'm using now, like, you Come know, on. 15 years, 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so I think just like really forcing yourself out of your comfort zone and in whatever way get into those spaces in which that you feel like you are drawn to or want to mm -hmm. be. And it's not my example, but another great example was swimming from a book I just read called maybe you should talk to someone, which was part of our virtual book club for together digital. Maybe you should talk to someone. Uh -huh. Lori Gotob, I think is how you spell her last name. Okay. I'll send you the link to the book. It was a phenomenal book. Um, it's about, a she's, a, she's a therapist and she's talking about her experience with her therapist and some of her patients. She's really trying oh. to therapy and she did that very very gracefully and it's, a, it's such a good read um but she talks about how she was in la doing writing and producing for tv shows and oh wow started shadowing an er doctor while she was working on the show er and oh back and the er doctor's like don't you have enough material you keep coming back here and that's how she started to find her path in medicine so it's like follow your gut Follow your instincts. I love that. In those places that you have uh, just this 
insatiable curiosity for, because that might be the place that you want to or need to be. And, or it might not be. And you get there and you realize that and you leave before you make the mistake and spend a wow. lot of time in school trying to become a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That is so good, girl. This is good. This is good. Okay. So I want you, you're talking a lot about Together Digital and I know pe- some people that may be in Australia or Ireland because people are listening all over to oh, the podcast awesome. and it's such a, such a joy. But I want you to give us maybe a 30 second something about what is Together Digital, who should be thinking about Together, all that good stuff, whatever you normally yeah. typically say. Tell yes, us. Absolutely. So we are a powerhouse of a network across the country, about just under 20 different cities in the United States, unfortunately. But if anybody's listening and wants to start in Australia, <laughs> pumping out. We're virtual now. Like the whole we're one big national chapter right now. Um, but we were founded back in 2016 and we just have a phenomenal community of thousands of women who really all are here to learn and to grow from one another. We've got a Slack channel where our community resides and it has a lot of those asks and gives happening. Also just a lot of content sharing and really just like what I call collective courage and and support you know we've my favorite channels on slack um are the asks and the wins and the wins are my because when i'm having a crummy day i know it was somebody else's day that day i love reading our members wins so Together Digital or togetherindigital.com is the website. Um, we okay. do virtual events right now, all virtual events, but in an usual typical year, we're doing quarterly events. We were going to be doing several around the country, um, but that's okay. We've, we've learned a lot. We've grown a lot this year. Our network is as strong and as supportive of one another as, as ever. We're trying to do everything we can to help our members during this time, especially with some of them losing their jobs to COVID. Um, I was just slacking with a woman who was getting laid off mid maternity leave. We're going to try to find to negotiate her severance. And the story that we get from our members, it's, it's life changing. It's career changing. It's sisterhood that transcends beyond any sort of job or career. Yes, it is. Come on. It is. And it's such a needed thing in the sense that, you know, I personally grown up not really having the best relationship with women. I'd been bullied and picked on by other girls in high school and junior high, mm-hmm. kind of kept myself around with the guys. It really wasn't until this organization and starting to help build that Cincinnati chapter did I realize the, the power and the value of sisterhood. Um, and that wasn't wow. until I was in my mid 30s. So I was a late bloomer to that stuff. But I'm so glad that I'm here now and I'm able to help more women experience the power of it. So it's a great organization. It's a blast to be a part of. I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And if a woman is interested in reaching out or joining and finding out more, what's their best recourse? What's their best way to do that? Definitely. They can check out the website and learn about membership, or they could actually just reach out to me, Amy at togetherindigital.com. Don't spam me, but don't totally reach out. I like to be very accessible. I don't mind. Come on, CEO, accessible CEO. (laughs) I mean, I am, I'm a member like everybody else. I benefit from this group as much as anyone else. And so I want to be as available as possible because the members are exactly, and the future members are exactly who I'm here for love that so much it is such a it was such a joy such a pleasure to have you here on the podcast today I want to ask you is there anything else that you'd love to leave with our listeners anything else that you'd love to leave with them because you gave some great nuggets today 
Let me yeah. just say, dropping gems. Oh, good. I'm glad you think so. Yeah, just understand it's always a, it's always a learning. Don't ever judge or criticize yourself too much about any attempt you make to strengthen, you know, yourself and what you know and who you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you don't get for what you don't ask for. I mean, I this, close mouth does not get fed. Right. This this organization has taught me taught me that that um you know if I don't ask for it I won't get it and it's amazing now what I'll ask for it I'm not even ashamed anymore if I need something I will ask for it. <laughs> and sometimes I get it and sometimes I don't but that's okay um so yeah I would say ask for ask for what you need and it just yeah just don't be afraid of failing that's that's definitely a part of learning so when it comes to networking there's no right or wrong <laughs> you're just all learning, you're all learning. That's so true. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate you today. And I am so, again, we're going to stay connected. I know we will. I want to make sure that you have an amazing day today and that you be blessed. And I'm so thankful to be a part of your day today. So thank you. Same here. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I will talk to you really soon. Thanks again. Take care. Be blessed. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wasn't that episode dope? Amy has so much that she brings to the table and it really is an amazing opportunity to see her leading as CEO with Together Digital. I wanna just make sure that you all know how to find Together Digital. I've dropped the links in the podcast. So make sure that you go and find them at together togetherindigital.com. And then make sure that you look up all the amazing things that they do. They're in so many cities. And I want you to get connected. If you haven't, ask questions. If you're in that technology space, it's an amazing opportunity for you to get plugged in. Now, I want you to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. You share this. And we're looking for sponsorships. So if you're interested in getting the word out about your business, we would love to sponsor your business and have you to come on and partner with Networking It's Your Superpower. So again, thank you to everyone who's tuning in all over the world in Ireland, in India, in Nigeria, Slovakia, Canada, England. Hey, love you. And thank you again for tuning in. And again, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us here on Anchor and you can find us anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and stay connected so that you will get updates on the new episodes. You can find my website at mrskeeshspeaks.com and you can also find all the things that I'm doing on all socials at Mrs. Keish Speaks. All right, be blessed. Thanks for tuning in.